there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. All right, welcome to episode 38. We are doing things a little bit differently. We are talking today about sheep. Okay, so today we're going to go into things a little bit differently uh, than we normally have before. So since neither of us actually raise sheep or goats, but they are very valuable to have on the homestead, we still felt like we needed to chat about it, but it's not going to be as lengthy or in-depth because our knowledge is limited. However, that kind of means that we get to bring in some uh, special guests to add their inputs and information about it so that we can all learn together. Absolutely. I think both you and I have like just enough you know, knowledge of both sheep and goat that we could keep them alive if we needed to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely I feel like I would be, if you were like, here's a lamb, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. You know, and I would be able to reach out to a couple people and yeah. figure it out. Exactly. For like, you know, the week until, you know, next year when I'm like, okay, this one time, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so basically this is just going to be the basics today of have you been considering sheep? Um, what do you think about it? What's your plans for it? All of the stuff like that. Yep. Cool. I I know enough about their diet. Uh, yeah, being at the feed store. Yes, that's the part that I have a general idea of. I know that um, there is a meat issue. Like there's a meat feed. There's a breeding feed. There's, uh, you know, just a basic sweet feed just for general maintenance. Sure. But the most important part of a sheep's diet is always going to be their grass. Yeah. So I've always heard that if you're getting, if you wanted to, um, like, oh, you have all this grass, you should get goats. But I actually think that it's the sheep that are better lawnmowers than goats are. Goats are weed eaters. And bush clearers. Yeah, right? and sheep are lawnmowers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of the research that we did was basically saying if you have a lot of grass, then sheep are practically free. Yep. And meaning that you don't have to supplement much sure. with food wise and I mean that changes when it's winter if you're Mm -hmm. you know experienced winter areas where you don't have you know fresh flowing grass right yeah but Um, then um if you're breeding uh you always want to make sure that they're on a pretty good mineral diet and they're having they have enough protein to be um in the production house Tell me about this because I know that you had an experience um with how beneficial minerals are we had a customer, um, and she has sheep herself on her um, farm, and she was a new, well, she it was shortly after we owned the store, and Nathan had talked to her about getting mineral, and she really wasn't interested just because it, there is a cost to mineral. I mean, well, it's more expensive. Absolutely. And um, if you're on the grass, and then you have to supplement minerals, you exactly. know. You're, you're adding an expense. But... You aren't, they they don't consume mineral at the rate they would consume feed unless they're mineral deficient, but that's a whole different story. 
But so she, we got we got her. We were like, just try this mineral, and she's like, okay, that's fine. And she's like, they love it there. They they eat it up so quickly. And then during the next ewing season, she said she didn't have any that produced a single lamb. They were all doubles and triples. So it actually benefited her in the production side of things, and it made her flock reproduction skyrocket. So wait. Sheep flocks or are they herds? I don't know. I don't know. A flock <laughs> of sheep. A flock of sheep. A herd of sheep. I don't. I don't know. They could be both. We're gonna say it could. We're be gonna. Both. They talk about flocks of sheep in the Bible, right? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just would imagine their vocabulary was limited back then too. But I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this is this is the extent of our knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> this hey, is what you get so on sheep. What a baby sheep is a lamb. Let's get the basics. Okay. Here. We got the lamb. The mom is a ewe. Yeah. And the dad is a ram. Is a ram. What about an unbred, an unbred female, and an unbred? <laughs> is she still up? Is I don't she... know. Okay, so we've got uh, That's a mutton. Um. Older than 12 months is called a mutton. Okay, because that makes sense. Because we're taking um, we're taking a friend's old ram who's yep. being a bully bean. To and get... a, a weather is a castrated male. Okay. Yeah, because they would say, we can just weather them. Then <laughs> I'm like, oh. But it's not spelled like rain and sunshine weather. Right? Yeah, it's weather, W-E-T-H-E-R. Yeah. And then it is a flock of okay. sheep. And a shepherd and a shepherder are different. <laughs> what? A shepherder is the one that herds the sheep. Is it a dog? No, who it's a person. Who keeps the sheep together in a flock. And a shepherd is a person who cares for the sheep. Oh, boy. Wowza. All and right. sometimes I feel like those could probably be the same title. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, they probably could. There you go. That is how we research right there for you. Okay. Our thing. So the only experience I have with sheep, um, my friend, who I think will also be our special guest, um, yes, she raises fiber wool hair. Is it different? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll probably figure that out tomorrow <laughs> or next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're so collective today. Um, okay. So we'll. I'm. So what she does is she raises sheep for their wool and it was really cool because we got invited to see the whole sheep shearing process of it you're right okay well and we bagged it up and did all the things and then she was kind of explaining the whole process from taking the sheep wool to spinning out a ball of yarn yeah that's cool so i'm not gonna like give away any um any super details and get them wrong i'll let her tell you yeah the only people i know two people that have had sheep in their days and both of them had hair sheep and that you raise them for the meat purposes but from my understanding the best meat breeds are actually wool they are actually wool sheep i thought it was different there are two different i mean i guess we'll find out i'm gonna Maybe I'll bring over some mutton chops. Hey! No, there. That's actually. I heard the my friend of mine that told me about uh, 
that is going to be helping us with the processing, she said that older meat, because you know what I mean, like with any meat, mm-hmm. younger is always usually flavor better. and tender and stuff like that. So this one is a little bit seasonally older. And she said that the tip for rescuing older sheep mutton meat yes. is fennel. Interesting. Yeah. Fennel and something else. I should probably figure out what that is. But I've had a lot. I've eaten a lot of lamb in my day. Really? Yeah, I have because of we had a couple different uh, ethnicities of churches that mm, met mm-hmm. in our church. But then also I visited my friend who lived in Athens for a week or so, and we ate a lot of plenty lamb. of gyros. Yeah. <laughs> Also, so good. popular opinion or unpopular is it gyros or euros? Yeah, I'm very Midwestern American, and there's a G there. There is a G. <laughs> so I don't. Know. That the cucumber other... sauce is fire, though. Oh yeah, tzatziki, tzatziki, whatever you say. Now the other sheep that I've experienced were the African sheep when I went to West what? Africa. And that was, they had goats and sheep, and those sheep were skinny. <laughs> what? So. Because they're, like, wild? Yeah. Like, now, they have a home, and they get butchered, but um, it's just different. They taste different. It's not bad different. It's, it's just, just different. It's different, different. Um, and you can really only tell the difference between the sheep and the goat there because they keep their wool so short because of the weather. Oh, because it's hotter. Duh. Yeah. But the only way you can tell if it's a sheep and a goat is if their ears flop up or their ears go down. So Interesting. Yeah. And I do not know. I couldn't tell you if those were hair sheep or wool sheep because um, I'm pretty sure they actually were hair sheep. But it, I'm, they were shaved, so I, there was right. no way I could have known. But that's they ate a lot of lamb in West Africa where I was. Huh. Lots of fish. Lots of chicken and lots of lamb. I so so since sheep are kind of grazers in mm-hmm. the ground, I don't think that they require a ton of maintenance. I don't believe they. You need to watch their feet. Their feet are very important because they have hooves, and you yes. need to trim them. There is an issue. You need to keep their their wool sheared. Um, it does affect them. Like you could be holding like fifty. 50-ish plus pounds of wool. Sure. So. But you can't shear them like so many times because they still need to grow that to have it over the winter. Right. Yes. But it does inhibit them from, like it, I mean, it changes the way that they eat. Well, sure. So like to get a good meat sheep, you're going to be shearing it because you don't want the extra baggage. Yeah. You want it to get as fat as possible. And then um, you also have to be very careful with a lot of the rams too. You got to watch; they have to have horn care, like yeah, because those are the the radial horns that the circle. The ones that come around. Mm-hmm. And if you are not careful, they can penetrate their skin. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen I that have, of like just wild sheep that have been like feral, pretty much that don't mm-hmm. fight and break them off or. Mm-hmm. And like they can embed into the like animal's head skull and too. kill them. Yeah. How crazy is that? I know. Like I feel like evolution probably would have designed it <laughs> slightly better. Yeah. 
But if they're fighting and knocking and things, maybe. I don't know. I think also, what is it? Aren't they hollow, too? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not, like, um, we learned about this on PBS Kids on, like, Wild Kratts. Yeah. It's, like, they're still made up of the cuticle, which yeah. is the same thing that is in your hair and your nails. But it's hollow. Yep. And it's not, like, a rhino horn that is solid all the way through. I have some um, horn earrings that are circle earrings. And actually... I think people use them as, like, smaller ones, obviously, can be used for dog chews, too, right? I think you're right, yeah. I've seen that. Sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know the... I'm trying to, like, rattle my my, uh, noggin as to all the other... Like, all the people I follow on Instagram that have sheep, things that they do, and, um, yeah. They're great. Yeah, I think the most maintenance for, I mean, I'm assuming the most maintenance for sheep would probably be around lambing season. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, shearing. Yep. And you still have to worm them and things like that. Um, the big red flag for sheep is um, copper. And I believe it's because it they do not excrete copper. It lives okay. in them. And so... If you have a buildup of copper in their, I think it's like their liver, it can kill them. So that would be something to keep in mind if you are raising multiple different species yeah. in the same area. Especially goat and sheep together. Because goat are fine. Goat, they're they're all ruminant, but the ruminant of a goat and the ruminant of a sheep is different. And the goat can process garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the sheep just doesn't have that ability to do that yeah interesting yeah that's all i know that's it (laughs) i mean your knowledge was a lot more than mine i just like i said i was just watching how to shear some sheep and they just kind of bloop set them right down on their little fat sheepy butts and that is from my understanding too that is like a huge schooling processing like the the way that they set them is a calming way like yeah, it's yeah. trained to where like that is the most comfortable and calming way that they could do the sheep yeah and that they don't like freak out and like yeah. you know flail around because these are not small animals no <laughs> especially like when you get to the rams and yeah. sharing the rams um they and they're also like they have the strongest the shearers have like some of the strongest backs Oh, I'm around. sure. Because, I mean, they're, they're doing hundreds over. at a time. Yeah. And they're bent over for most of the day. So, yeah. Crazy. You can get good money, though, for shearing. Like, good money. Like, so. to be a shearer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even on the flip side of this, we were looking this up of, like, the most popular ones. And you said the merino? The merino? Yeah. Uh, Well, that's wool. That's a wool shirt. You know? Shirt. So, if you go through all of it. So... You know, talk about smaller expenses and stuff like that. So if you took the time to spin out and do all of your things and then made it into wool, that could generate sales to cover shearing costs or even, I mean, depending on what the numbers are. The One of the farms that I follow, they com- like compress their, their wool, their sheared wool down into like this giant bag. And I mean, tell them like compressed is like an understatement. Like, like it is sealed. like, yes. And it is, 
They use it for bedding. Oh, sure. They use it. Uh, they do ship some of it off. Um, they use it as an insulator. Yeah. And because it will mold, it will, I mean, you do. Because it's just hair. It you is, get water yeah. trapped in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the ram's wool, I think, is different because um, there is some hair to it. There's like a bottom layer of wool and then the hair. But yeah, they use it. I mean, they repurpose it for sure. And not all wool is good. I mean, if you're going to be using it to use as fiber. Yeah. You have to keep those sheep like clean. We, <laughs> so I ended up getting a bag of wool from my friend and I planned on turning it into dryer balls. Yeah. And uh-huh. I really like compressing it down. And I think I was given the ram wool. Oh yeah. Either because it was sheared in a way to where it wasn't in one big mm-hmm. part or it was just like ram I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know yeah just like um but no i you know it's it's time consuming to do all of that and the dedication and stuff so oh, i'm excited yeah. to dive in a little bit deeper about that next time crazy so we are going to talk to someone because we know very little that was that was the extent of our uh <laughs> <laughs> More like a pamphlet and not a book. I will say though, when we post this after you listen to it, go on our go on our Instagram and in our comments say this this is something else you should probably know because we do need to know these things. Yeah. I mean I do know that um Nathan wants our girls to either do a sheep or a goat for four H at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we should do cows because that's what we know. <laughs> but I think he's thinking about size-wise how a sheep or a goat would be And there's easier. various sizes of goats. I know. As yeah. well. Um, I'm just not... Um, I haven't been sold on the goats yet. Everybody's like, ha you have a homestead, you should have goats. But I just kind of feel like goats are maybe the puppy stage that never grows out of the puppy stage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a handful of people actually that have goats, but they, one person I know, she's got lots of other things, but her love is goats. And then I have another person who's like, yeah, we got goats. Here's the cow. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't know. Yeah. I think it could go either way. So in a wrap up, we know about 12% of 100% about sheep. <laughs> we... Are not at a place where we are going to have lots of sheep. No. But um, we know people with sheep, and that is going to be your best bet. So this is <laughs> one of our shortest introduction episodes, but you're in for a treat when we talk to somebody. So, as Yeah, as always. There's people that specialize in the things, and, like, we just can't do it all. We yeah. literally cannot specialize in every single aspect of it we're pretty dang knowledgeable so far but <laughs> we can keep them alive we can keep them alive which i feel like is 90 percent of the things yeah you know i mean that's was basic care yeah this was basic yeah absolutely i'll give you the number to my vet yeah <laughs> this was like the hook line of like okay so you think you might be doing sheep here's a couple bullet points there you go well uh come back next week we promise we'll give you more info <laughs> Bye.
If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weiniger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at the Weiniger Farms or jump over to our website at winegerfarms.com. See you later.